you're tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. And welcome to another edition of Lunch with Ledyard here on the ETBU Sportsnet and the Texas Tiger Podcast. I'm Adam P. Ledyard, and today we will be talking to not one, not two, but three ETBU volleyball players in Ainsley, Ainsley Reeve, Lily Hill, and Jessica Williamson. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. Thanks for having us. So before we get started here, we'll just go down the line. Tell us uh, your name, where you're from, a little bit about yourself, and, and uh, maybe a, a quick tidbit about what you like to do. Um, so my name is Ainsley Reeve. I'm a right side for the volleyball team here at ETBU. Um, I'm a senior kinesiology major with, who will be graduating in December. And um, a little fun fact about me or something that I like to do is probably um, just be outside with friends and family and hang out. So, I'm Lily Hill. I am a junior libero for the volleyball team and I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, my major is secondary mathematic education, so I'm going to be a high school math teacher. Um, and something I like to do is uh, I'm engaged. So right now it's just I like the wedding plan right now. <laughs> um, I'm Jessica. I'm a senior um, and a nursing major. I am from small town Liberty, Texas. No one ever knows where that is. Um, something that I like to do is travel with my family. Uh, we're big on like family vacations throughout the year. So I love seeing new places. That's great. We love to hear little things about every single player and, and get to know them a little bit. So uh, as we dive into a little bit of ETBU volleyball, this is the first year under head coach Mallory Matthews. And this season uh, has been special to begin with, uh, just with uh, bringing new players together and, and molding from the beginning. Uh, you've had some special moments and started with the team bonding when practice started back in August. So talk a little bit about how this team has been special to you uh, starting at the beginning of the season. Um, this team has definitely just been special. Just watching Coach Matthews build up this program has um, honestly been eye-opening and especially for me as wanting to be a coach in the future, just um, watching her process of how to build a team and how to build a family. Um, is has just been a unique thing and to be a part of that um is something so special so i if we're doing this good just this first year under her like i can't imagine how lily and um all of our other teammates are going to be um after after this for her first year here so it's been pretty special to be a part of for sure yeah i definitely agree i just think you know um, not only like does she bring so much like volleyball knowledge to our team, but she focuses on like the team aspect, the faith aspect. And I just think that's something so special. And like we are so blessed, like to come to a school that we can talk about our faith. And it's something that's prioritized and to have a coach that prioritizes that um, is just so amazing. And it honestly just brings us so close together. Yeah, I can definitely say this team is just so special. Um, like they said, like the family aspect of it all. Um, I don't think I've ever been like this close to a team before. It's sad, you know, that it's our senior year and we're just now getting to experience that. Um, but being under Coach Matthews' leadership has just been um, life-changing, honestly. Um, I feel like our team at ETV has always been special, but I think we were just missing that one thing. Um, I think 
Coach Matthews, Coach Cooster, and Coach Cobb um, all like complete that um, and just how they make being a family a priority and they embody um, being Christ-like 24-7. And it's been an inspiration to us, definitely. Well, I knew Mallory. I know her as Mal because I saw her as a player (laughs) here at ETBU and I knew she was something special when she played at ETBU. So when she was hired, I I knew it was going to be a a good transition into that. And she was a great player. She's a great leader. So it's going to be fun to see what, what she can do with this program and already shown tidbits of what can happen just coming in. So before we jump into the exciting moments that you guys had the last couple of weeks, uh, this is lunch with Ledyard. So we'd like to talk to you <laughs> a little bit. So uh, ETBU cafeteria, you're always there. Uh, lunch, breakfast, supper. So what is your some of your favorite food in the cafeteria? We can start with you, Angeline, and go down the line. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely think, ooh, Salisbury steak for the win, of course. <laughs> That's definitely it. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of the chocolate milk. When, on, on a good day, on the good days, it's really good. But if I had to pick a food item, I mean... I like the chicken spaghetti. It's really good. I would say the chicken fried steak, for sure. And like when they do like their scalloped potatoes, makes my day. <laughs> so good. I need I need to start keeping a chart of what people say because chicken fried steak has about four marks right now. So, so that must be. And then there was good. one that said uh, catfish Friday. Um, <laughs> not a, not a popular one with you guys. And then, no. Uh, <laughs> Real chicken was a one that came up too. Like they really oh, that's good. a go-to. So there's a lot of good food that comes through there. So uh, with that, you're all from different parts of the state, different probably food traditions and things and family things. So let us know a little bit about yourself, like something that you like to eat or you go home and you're like, oh, man, my mom makes this, my family makes this, I got to have this. What's something that you really enjoy and uh, want when you go home to see family? Um, oh, that's hard. <laughs> There's a lot of good things. Well, I you, definitely you name more one. <laughs> well, so if my dad is cooking, definitely his ribs. He can grill some really good ribs. It is so good. <laughs> and then if my mom is cooking, then um, definitely her um, her chicken spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll probably be it. Um, for me, I guess just being from San Antonio, like you have to get Mexican food while you're down there. Like the Mexican food up in Marshall is nothing compared to Mexican food in San Antonio. So, but if I had to choose something else, um, it's a small chain restaurant just in San Antonio. It's called Bill Miller's, oh, and yeah. it is my absolute favorite. <laughs> like, I could eat it every single day. <laughs> For me, when I go home, uh, it's like it's become a tradition now since I've been in college, but my parents will uh, make steak, baked potatoes, and, like, grilled asparagus. It's so good. <laughs> That's my favorite part about going home. And then, like, on nights that they don't cook, we go to a Tex-Mex restaurant um, called Los Compadres. And we just have always gone there. Um, it's in Hardin, Texas. And it's just a go-to with my family. So good. Yeah, it's, it's always fun to hear what student athletes have to say that they like to eat from the from Louisiana to South Texas to West Texas and the different traditions that – uh, people have when they go home so it's quite unique to hear all three of yours and how 
different they are with all the <laughs> where you live. So uh, we're going to jump right into the major part of this. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, faith is a major part of ETBU overall and implemented into the programs. And uh, Coach Matthews has done a nice job with that, coming in, mentoring and guiding this new team. Uh, talk about how faith has been implemented on this team and who has been influential in your life. And, and to catch everybody up, in the last couple of weeks, you guys have uh, been baptized into the new faith. And uh, talk about a little bit about that and who's been influential in that and how uh, just this season and the people in your lives have guided you into that. Um, yeah, so a little bit about my story of, you know, my new, my rededication in um, faith was I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up, my parents are very, um, you know, we go to church every Sunday. My dad is very involved in the church, um, stuff like that. And um, I was always the girl who knew the right answers and could answer everything um, that you needed to know about Christ and um, stuff like that. Um, However, it wasn't until maybe last year that I started to realize that my faith was rooted um, through my parents' faith or um, rooted through, okay, I know I have to, you know, um, believe in God and I know I have to have a relationship with Jesus. However, I didn't truly um, have that relationship with Jesus. And a part of that, um, a part of me knowing that I did not have a real relationship with Christ was actually this year, you know, I'm doing student teaching and um, I can't make all the volleyball um, practices or all the volleyball games or um, all the team bonding things. Um, And so uh, Coach Matthews has really, you know, poured into me about enjoying the moment and enjoying, you know, this, this time in life um, before I head off into the real world. And so um, she told me like her and my dad and my mom have basically kind of all come together and, and pouring in on me about how like um, it's time to release that control of your life and, um, you know, surrender it, surrender um, your want and my want and my need to control my own life. And so um, it, you know, we talked about, I go to new, we all go to new beginnings church and um, it's always been a topic, whether we went to new beginnings or if we went to FCA or if we were doing Bible study with coach Matthews and coach, uh, coach Cobb and um, coach Kuster, but like, it's been a main topic of your good works do not lead you to heaven it's the um relationship that you have with Christ and so I was telling you know them and some of our volleyball girls like this world is so like you have to do this this and this to get this this result or this reward like in volleyball you have to work work this amount of hours throughout the day in practice to win a volleyball game or um, in school, you have to study this amount of hours to get an A on a test. And so um, it's always a performance based um, thing. And so it's always been hard for me with Christ to know that, like, it's not a performance based relationship with him. And so I think whenever I have truly came with that and that was um, between talking with my parents and, and Coach Matthews, 
um, I think that that's when it really hit me that um, I don't have to work for God's love and I don't have to um, go out and, you know, be the best volleyball player, be the best athlete or be the best student teacher. Like I just have to be me. And um, I think that that's where my relationship with Christ like was refound. And um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much my story. So. That's great. To um, hear. Go ahead, Lily. For, sorry. <laughs> for me, um, I kind of the same as Ainsley. I was born and raised in a Christian family, went to church every Sunday. You know, I, I even attended a private Christian school for most of my life. Um, and I was super involved in the church, you know, always doing the mission trips and youth group, all the things. And um, it was super easy, you know, to like live out that Christian lifestyle when I was constantly surrounded by it, like going to school, I was surrounded by it. All my friends were there, like all my friends were Christians. It was super easy. Um, but in eighth grade, I made the switch from private school to public school. And um, I found it wasn't so easy anymore, just, you know, with all the things that I wasn't exposed to um, as a child. And, you know, I didn't grow up um, just around, you know, a lot of the things that are in the world, you know, and in the public school system. And uh, I started, you know, finding my identity and, you know, volleyball and like how good I could be and, you know, anything that would make me popular, what would like make everyone like me because I was the new kid. And um, I honestly like, you know, being a Christian wasn't the cool thing to do or the cool thing to be. And so I kind of pushed it to the side. Um, I still knew, you know, the right from wrongs. Like I still, you know, um, like believed, you know, Christ was my savior and, you know, he died on the cross for my sins and he loved me. And um, I knew right from wrong. And, you know, I still I was a good kid and never did anything wrong, but, you know, I just lost my identity in Christ and I started finding it and how good I could be in volleyball or how many friends I had, or, you know, if I had a boyfriend at the time or whatever. Um, and so I just kind of lost sight, you know, of what it truly meant to live that Christian lifestyle because I just wasn't surrounded by it anymore. Um, I was never pushed, you know, to like have it myself because it was just my environment. Um, and it wasn't until probably last year, my freshman year, um, that I started realizing how much I pushed my faith to the side. Um, it was just kind of something, you know, like being surrounded by these girls who challenged me in my faith and, um, you know, now having a coach that really just implements faith in everything we do and going to church. And I just realized like, wow, like I didn't even realize, you know, that I wasn't, you know, being the best Christian I could be. A lot of, you know, people use the term lukewarm and that's really honestly how I felt. Um, and I got engaged uh, last November and just through, you know, wedding planning and going through um, like marriage counseling to prepare us for marriage, I realized, you know, like I want to be that godly wife and I want to be that godly mother in the future. And like that's that has to start now. Like I need to make sure my faith is where I need it to be, not only for myself, but for my future husband and for my future family. Um, so that really pushed me to, you know, refocus and just kind of you know, get back to where I was. And like, it truly just made me realize like, like this is something personal for me. Like this isn't, it shouldn't be determined based on my surroundings or my environment. Like this is between me and God. And it's something like, um, you know, I, I need to pursue myself. So just being surrounded, you know, again, like 
having been surrounded by Christians and then not. And then now again, it really, you know, put it into perspective, like how easy it is to, you know, conform to the world and um, just, you know, that Jesus is, you know, the ultimate, the ultimate lover, the ultimate grace giver. And I'm just super thankful for that. So um, like I said, I gave my life to Christ as a child, um, but I was never baptized. And so now like having, you know, kind of turn my life back to him. I decided being baptized was something that I definitely wanted and needed to do just to make that public declaration of my faith. Well, Jessica, tell us a little about your story and and uh, what what's going on in your life. Okay. It's going to sound like a broken record because our <laughs> stories kind of line up, but um, I was raised in the church. Like my family is very faith-based. Um, and I was baptized when I was about 12 years old. But um, as I got older, I realized like I didn't truly understand my faith. Like I believed in a God and I believed in Jesus, but that, that relationship wasn't really there. Or, like that foundation wasn't there. Um, and so I really didn't start like digging into my faith until like my eighth grade or freshman year. Um, I started getting really involved with my church, um, consistently going Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Um, my youth pastor, Omar Cantu, he was a big influence on my life at that time. Um, and he saw me as a leader at a very young age, like when I didn't. And so he kind of like pushed me to be that. And so I was like in my youth group, like I was that girl. I was involved in every activity, VBS, mission trips, devotionals for summer camps, like you name it, like that was me. And so, um, at that time, like I was constantly surrounded and pushed kind of like what Lily and Ainsley were talking about. Um, and so I was consistent in that. But um, once I graduated high school and came to ETVU, you would think it would be easier coming to a Baptist university to stay disciplined in your faith. Um, but it's not. It's like any other place sometimes, because um, when your faith is not your own and you don't have that like strong relationship or foundation with God, um, it's very unwavering. Um, and so that's exactly what happened. Um, I wasn't disciplined. I did not go, I didn't get plugged into a church, which is a big part of your relationship with God and just constantly being surrounded by that community. And, um, I wasn't responsible in that. Like I didn't get connected. Um, and so it was easy to sleep in on Sundays and like catch up on homework, um, not do my Bible time, not do my devotionals. Um, and so I just kind of caught up got caught up in like this endless loop of um, just always feeling guilty about not doing that. And then going to church and being like, yes, like I need to get back to like how I was, you know, like I need my own faith. Um, and I just wasn't getting that. And it was just like this endless cycle. And then <laughs> it's sad that it's taken this long, but um, like the end of junior year and like the beginning of my senior year, um, I'm a leader on the FCA team um, and we have created such a strong bond and family and community there. Um, and we constantly push each other um, to be strong in our faith, um, to really like dive in deep. And that's when I really started to realize like my faith has never truly been my own. Like my relationship with Jesus is not a priority when it should be. And like Lily said, like I was living my life the way I wanted to, like very lukewarm, very wishy-washy. Um, and I didn't like that about myself. And so instead of like running to God, like I would kind of hide from him because I just felt like I wasn't worthy of his love, of his grace. Like I wasn't the same person that I used to be. And so 
that was very convicting. And then we um, started going consistently to new beginnings. Um, and Pastor Todd really brings the word every week. Like <laughs> Once again, every week I was feeling super convicted and like, oh, Jessica, like you're just not, you're not it. Like you, you got to change. Um, and then Coach Matthews came to ETBU um, and I finally found my community at ETBU. Like I finally found my people. I've always had like my, my bestest friends, my roommates, they have always been that for me. But like outside of that, I've just really like stepped into um, fellowship that truly cares about you and your character um, and building you to that woman who you're going to be um, once you leave this place. And so I was like, um, it was the first Sunday that Pastor Todd started preaching about the disciples journey. And once again, I was completely wrecked because it was like, I am not living a disciple's yeah. life. I am not, my life doesn't completely look like the follower of Christ that I should be. And um, another part of that was this year on the volleyball team, like I am filling a different role. Usually um, I'm a DS libero, just like Lily, uh, but I'm a nursing major and that's taken up a lot of my time. And so the coaches were gracious enough to um, give me a position on the team that I could still be a part of the team, um, but not have the stresses of coming to practice or worrying about performing on the court. And so I'm not like a full player this year. And so my identity in volleyball was stripped away from me. I was like, wow, like I, I need to fulfill a different role this year. And that's being a leader to these girls, you know, like. I'm all about my girls and I want to be that person that they can come to, that they can trust. Um, and so that Sunday, like I just had a stirring in my heart that like, I need to rededicate my life. I need to make this like profession of faith to everybody around me, not only to keep myself accountable, but just to confess to God that like, I don't want to live this life like this anymore. I want to be all in. I don't want to be lukewarm anymore. Um, I want to be all about you and like every aspect of my life. And so that's pretty much it. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's never a broken record. I would never say that because we, we all have our different stories and they're all the same, but different, you know, it's all coming to Christ and rededication and getting baptized, but all of us have a different story that we can share with people that uh, we can relate to. And so it's great, great to hear all this. So uh, going into the, the baptism there at new beginnings, I, you know, I, I, I'm the same way. I grew up in a Christian family, was, uh, asked Christ in my heart when I was a little boy, but I didn't get realized baptism was big until I was married. And my wife was like, well, were you ever baptized? And I was like, I don't think I was. So I had one of my good friends was a pastor and helped run a camp in the summertime in Ohio. So we went to the camp and helped that weekend, and he baptized me in the pond at the camp with my wife right there, oh, right next awesome. to me. So it's one of those moments that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. So tell us a little bit about that moment that that you were baptized in the last couple of weeks at, at New Beginnings, and when you arose and came back up, and I, and I saw, I think, Lily, you got to uh, put... New Beginnings must do a light on the wall there and, and bright the light, like a rededication. Tell us how you guys were feeling when you came back up and you realized that, you know, all right, God is really 
cleansed my life and taken over me and is in fully in control and you let that go. Uh, yeah. So for me, I was super blessed um, to be baptized by my fiance, Trenton, uh, who's on the track team at ETBU. Um, so that was just super special for me. Um, he was baptized and I hadn't been. And so it was just, you know, I wanted him to do it just as, you know, going into our um, new family together that we're going to be once we're married. Um, and just him, you know, being the spiritual leader of the household, like that was just something that was really important for me. And just it was just super special for him to do it. Um, and I'm super thankful that he did. Um, but yeah, it's just I was honestly really nervous going in, you know, all these people looking at me, um, you know, was my story good enough? You know, my story wasn't some, you know, crazy, you know, awesome testimony. And that's something I always kind of thought about, you know, like, oh, like, well, I don't really have a good one. So, you know, it's kind of lame, but, you know, <laughs> um, like all testimonies are just absolutely amazing because they all end up, like you said, coming back to Christ and going to Christ. and. Um, so I was super nervous, but once I got in the water, like I tried not looking over, you know, into the crowd because I knew I had to get a little more nervous, but, um, uh, just coming, you know, out of the water, like it honestly just felt, you know, just brand new. Like it was amazing. And I, I, you know, looking back at the pictures, um, I didn't notice it, but I just had this huge smile on my face and didn't even realize I had it, but it was just, it was just so, you know, amazing. And, uh, you honestly just felt, you know, the presence of God and just like the Holy Spirit within you. And um, like, you, you know, like you said, you got to screw, screw in a light bulb on the one more wall, um, just signifying, you know, like the light of Christ and um, the light that we're supposed to be to the world. Um, and it was super special. And, you know, my whole team was there to witness it and my family and uh, Trent's family. And um, so it was just super special and just I love the way New Beginnings does it and how much of like a big deal they make it because it is such a big deal in your walk with Christ. Ansley, talk a little about your uh, baptismal moment. Yeah, so um, my baptism, I had no idea I was going to go to <laughs> um, go do it. Me and Jess actually got baptized on the same day, um, same service, same everything. Um, but, uh, I would definitely have to give, um, a lot of credit to my teammates and to Jess and, and personally my roommates, Jess and Hope, um, because a few nights before that Sunday, we had a little get together of a, like just a Bible study, just talking about, you know, how we need to pray for each other in our lives and, um, like what we need, I mean, prayers on and, you know, what we're struggling with and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I told them some of my struggles, um, that I was having and, um, I, I don't know why I kept bringing it up, but I was like, you know, I really feel like I just, I wanted, I want a new start. And, um, you know, we all kind of got on that topic, like, yeah, like I, you know, we want to wash our way our old life and just start new in Christ. And, um, so we were like, man, how cool would it be if we all got baptized um, on the same day, you know, not knowing what was coming, not knowing what Pastor Todd was going to preach on that Sunday. And we were like, oh, man, that'd be cool. But, you know, like that's not going to happen. You know, yeah. all of us have to come to a, the same realization at different times. And so 
um, fast forward to the Sunday. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, it's literally called Baptism Sunday, and we had no idea what, what you know, what we were getting into. <laughs> Didn't bring any extra clothes, nothing like that. Mm-mm, it wasn't and planned. <laughs> was not planned. And um, Pastor Todd was, you know, praying over us and was like, you know, if, if you feel the Holy Spirit stirring in your heart, like you need to come to the altar and you need to, you know, we would love for you to talk to some of our, some of our people. And, um, you know, I saw Jess walk up and go and I was like, oh my gosh, like, uh, I was like, well, maybe I don't, I don't want to ruin her day. You know, like me doing it too. And I was like, I don't, but I was like, oh my gosh. And so, um, Hope, Ship, my roommate, she's, um, an outside hitter DS on, on our volleyball team. Um, she was sitting right beside me and, you know, it was one of those moments where you're not supposed to be looking around Well, she was looking around <laughs> and she said, um, she said, you need to go. And I was like, no, like I can't. And, um, Pastor Todd was like, you know, if you're struggling with the thought of coming or not, that's the Holy Spirit telling you to come. And Hope literally looked at me and goes, you need to go. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, like I've gotten all the signs. I don't want to miss this opportunity um, that the Lord is presenting in front of me. And so um, I stood up, I walked to the front and they didn't ask any questions. They just said, let's go to the back room, get you some clothes, and um, we can talk back there. And so we went to this little room, and I got to talk to somebody um, from New Beginnings. And, you know, she asked me, what's on your mind? And um, I kind of told her my story of, you know, how I was raised in the church and um, how I lost sight of my relationship with Christ. And um, how, you know, these past few months I've, you know, been wanting to get baptized again. And, um, she was like, okay, like, (laughs) let's write down your story. Like, let's go. And I'm not joking. When I tell you, they were like, go here, go here, go here. Like, here's your clothes. Like an assembly line. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're like, we got to go. Like, this is awesome. You know, I want to celebrate you, but we got to get you in the water now. Yeah. (laughs) And so so we just were like, I was like, okay, like take me anywhere. So they like gave me all these clothes and we were, we were waiting in line. And the cool thing about this Sunday was, um, Yes, I got to get baptized with with my best friend, um, but I there was also other ETBU athletes back there, and just seeing the Lord work in not only all these people that were back there, but like specifically ETBU athletes was insane. It was. It was like I everywhere overwhelming. I, everywhere I looked, there was someone from ETBU rededicating their life and um so (laughs) I was so we get our clothes we're waiting in line pastor Todd is still is still talking praying over everyone um a song comes on and I'm just bawling in the back and of course I'm the first one to get baptized and so I'm just crying and crying and crying and um one of my favorite things was one of another ETBU athlete um came up to me and patted me on the back and was like hey like 
this is the best part. It's okay to cry because I didn't want to cry in front of everybody. And so um, uh, it was just very encouraging to see um, the community of ETBU and specifically ETBU athletics come together and just support each other on, you know, one of the biggest decisions of our life. And um, I, I could not have asked for a better opportunity. It was so in the moment, so present. And um, that's something that I've been trying to focus on this this semester was be in the moment. And um, and I feel like that was one of one of the most in the moment things I've ever done. So it's it's awesome. It gives me chills every time. That's great to hear. Jessica, we got about uh, four minutes before we got to end the, <laughs> the podcast. So tell us a little bit about that. And then real quick, I want you all you all you guys to give quick shout outs and we'll end in lunch with Ledger. So Jessica, tell us a real uh, about that day for you and what it meant for you. Uh, for that day, like I was baptized uh, the same day Ainsley was, like she said, it was completely unplanned. We had no idea that was going to happen today. Um, but like she said, like a couple of weeks prior, we had, or like just a week before actually sat together um, and just got really deep. Like, I think we all left like yeah. in tears because of how real and how raw we got. Um, and we had all confessed, um, of like wanting to rededicating our life basically. Um, and then like, um, I was like, okay, like I'm going to do it. That's the first time I had admitted it out loud. Like that was after, like, I knew I wanted to do that when pastor Todd started preaching on that. Like this was like, it was a week's thing, you know? Uh, and so I even told like my FCA team, I told the whole team at practice the next day. And I hadn't even told my parents yet. Cause I was like, I'm just, I'm waiting for the right moment. I'm waiting for the right moment. Like it's not that big of a deal. And then I was also scared of doing it and people from back home or like people at each of you thinking like, what, like, hasn't she already been baptized? Like, isn't she already a believer in Christ kind of thing. And so I think that was just the enemy um, discouraging me from doing it. And so I was really in my head about it, like totally overthinking it. And I was like, well, I would want my family to be here. Like, like this has to be a planned thing. Like I want everyone to be able to celebrate this with me. A week later at Sunday, you know, baptism Sunday had no idea, but pastor Todd, um, started, um, we opened with worship, I think. And one of the first songs was, um, I am a child of God. Like, and I was just like, I am. <laughs> like absolutely I am and like I I'm I was like shaking at this point I was like God like I don't know what to do like please help me like with this like anxiousness you know and so he uh Pastor Todd started praying over us and was like if you feel this stirring in your heart if your heart is beating out of your chest like if your body is literally moving out of yeah. your seat like don't ignore this and don't worry, we're videoing this. Your family's going to see it. We have extra clothes for you in the back. Like it's all taken care of. And I was like, this is, this is my opportunity. It was such a God moment. Um, it was a divine intervention for sure. Like all of the things that fell into place because I was so in my head about, oh, this has to be perfect. Like I want my family here. What are people going to think? Like me getting like rebaptized, you know? And in that moment, God was just like, you're missing the whole point. It's not about you. It's about me. It's about making this proclamation that you're mine. And so um, in that instant, I got up like I was already crying. <laughs> and I um, the girl like brought me back and she's like, OK, like what's on your heart? And I just spilled my guts out. And um, she's like, OK. 
like, let's do it. Like, yeah. this is, this is your time. And so, like she said, they brought us back immediately and we got changed into clothes and whatnot. And we, we were actually waiting in line because there were so many of us, it was overwhelming. And I was looking at pastor Todd on the screen, like still preaching. And then they started singing more songs. And I was just like, this isn't real. Like it didn't feel yeah. real at all until that moment that like I went and they like said my testimony and I was just like, those are my words. Like this is, this is happening, yeah. you know? And then I went down and came back up and all of my emotions were like, just gone. Like I was at peace. Like God had filled me with that peace of like, you're mine. Like, don't have any doubt in that. Like, this is, you know, this is it. And so, um, it was an amazing day. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And like, my parents were so overjoyed because, and they were surprised. They were like, oh my gosh, like, we didn't know that, like, you were like battling with this at all. And so yeah. they were just so happy. Um, so were all my teammates, they were like in tears. Yeah. Like, it was, it was that day, I would just say was joy. Like, from yeah. start to finish. So it was amazing. Well, it's good to hear all your stories. We've got about 30 seconds uh, on, <laughs> on recording this on Zoom. So I've, it's running out of time. So each of you, quick shout out and we'll end lunch with Ledyard. Woo! Uh, Coach Matthews, my parents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of shout out or what? Yeah, it does. Go. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh Chip. <laughs> Yeah, um, all my roommates, Kaylee, Shelby, and Emily, and obviously my fiance, Trenton. Uh, shout out my parents and Nicole Sands. She got a job today. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you for talking to us and sharing your stories here on Lunch with Ledyard. We'll be back next week to talk with other student athletes here on Lunch with Ledyard on the Texas Tiger podcast. Thanks for listening. tuned into the ETVU Sportsnet and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast.